What a warrior he was, zipping, zipping classic day at Caulfield today. And race four on the zipping classic card is a twilight glow stakes for the three-year-old fillies over 1,400 metres. It's clear of scratchings. Jamie Rogers, what's the market telling us here? Well, Warren, we'll start with the two in Grey River. She is the favourite, but she's been drifting this morning. She's $4 out to $4.20, but she is still the best-backed runner in this race. The three in Nyakoni is $4.80 and has been firming up, but is probably one of the least supported runners. Where we've seen a lot of interest is the five in Vienna Princess. We opened her up today at $17, and she would be the second best-backed runner in this race. There's not much separating Grey River and Vienna Princess in terms of the hold. She's now into 11 but she's also Vienna Princess, very popular to place at $3.40. We've also taken some money for Get Up Girl at $10 and Cast as well as the Unicorn at $8.50. So it's sort of scattered all over the place. But Warren, definitely the biggest mover this morning is Vienna Princess. How do you see the tempo here, Gator? Looks solid enough, doesn't it? I mean, obviously a big field, um, 1,400, a few of these very early in their careers. Uh, horses like Grey River Nakoni, the Unicorn, our Empress Zoe, they're probably or possibly uh, the first four, but you've got Holy Lolly and, and Genalalia and, and others that can be in that firing line. So I think the tactics will be important first couple of hundred. I found the race challenging from um, a tipping perspective. Um, I have gone with a, a bit of a rougher here, a double-figure odds in Get Up Girl. Um, look, she'll need luck from the draw. Um, but, you know, you get a good price to to, uh, to find out if she's good enough. I think she is. So debut win over the Unicorn obviously reads well and ties in. It was a hot form, Maiden. And then race fastest last 200 of Flemington. Beating home last week's winner. Shuriken doing it. And, um, yeah, Dylan still might be the value in a really tough race. Grey River walked in in Adelaide. And then equal favourite Flemington, Desirable Stakes, beat all by one. I think that one is well above average. Beat home a lot of good fillies. The Unicorn, uh, impressive win last time with the Blinkers. Obviously, if the get-up girls' form's right, then this horse is right in the mix. And Genalalia, I'm interested in, in Jamie's comments on Vienna Princess as well. I, I tipped her last time. I expected more, but her run prior to that was, was a fabulous run um, behind one who's since run well, you know, behind, um, you know, the, the Guineas horses. So, yeah, tough one. Nine, two, twelve, and 8 for me. How are you assessing this race, Mark? I think it's an open race, Warren. I think either Great River wins or it's wide, wide open for me. I'm going to go with Vienna Princess, who maybe it wants a touch softer, but I just think it wasn't put into that race at Flemington at all and got through the line okay. Uh, the, the speed looks good here. Not a hopeless barrier to park. Midfield or a touch worse. Craig Williams jumps on board. I think Vienna Princess will be closing off hard here to beat number two, Great River. Just the back end of the 1,400 metres, is my only concern, but we've got M Zara who'll know that. He'll nurse it and nurse it. It's going to be very hard to beat. For Amati, I think it's another value hope for Chris Waller. Didn't have much luck last time. We'll run the distance strongly. And 13, Belmia, who just an enormous debut win and then probably just as good a run last time off a leader's tempo. Ran super there. We'll be running on, suited by the speed. So, few value chances. I'll go 5, 2, 4 and 13. Even race with some variety of opinions here. Mark Hunter with 5, 2, 4 and 13. David Gately 
nine, two, twelve, and eight. I'm hoping Grey River can get a, a card across from that wider draw. There looks good speed in the race. You'd think drawn just to the outside of Grey River, the unicorn had come across, and hopefully Mark Zara aboard number two. Grey River can get across into a nice spot, stalking the speed and and run the fourteen hundred metres out strongly. Two for me, head of twelve, the unicorn, who I think will give a great sight riding the speed. The blinkers went on last start. Might have had the pattern to suit, but one well, and you know what you get with a Waterhouse spot runner, Craig Newitt aboard, and a previous on-speed pattern. Nine Get Up Girl was terrific chasing last start. She'll appreciate what looks like a reasonable speed up front. That might help offset that wider draw. And 13 Balmia, her debut win as Mark outlined, was terrific, and then she chased well against the pattern last start. 2, 12, 9 and 13 for me in race 4. Race five's the Kevin Heffernan at Wait for Age over the 1,400 metres, a group 3 race. We take out number 9, Samut, and some informed mares in this race. Jamie, what's the market telling us? Well, Warren, there's four horses that have seen some interest behind. There's a very, very popular favourite. So we'll start with the two in Amish Boy. He's at $18 and is one of the better backed runners in the, this race, but predominantly at the place price of $3.30. The five in Poland at $8.50 has also been popular. So between Poland and Amish Boy, they're holding similar amounts. Literary Magnate, the seven at $3.30, is second best in terms of support, but is holding three times less than the favourite, which is the eight in Norwegian Bliss at $2.25 and has been a very, very dominant favourite here, Norwegian Bliss. Just staying solid, though, at that $2.25 price. Dominant favourite, Norwegian Bliss. Mark, how did you line them up here? You know what you'll get with them? Warren, like race two, a lot of these are out of form or completely at the crossroads of their racing careers. Unlike the bottom two, Norwegian Bliss is my top pick. It's obviously just the winner. Wet track, dry track, got a great racing style of putting itself right there on the speed. You think it would park, probably lead us back here and just get every chance to win a game to beat seven literary magnate. Coming through weaker races, but at least you know what you're going to get with it. So it's a danger for sure. One streets of Avalon, absolute veto here. Dry ground, 1,400 metres. This will show you where he's at. And five Poland, who'll probably look for the same tactics as last time, charge across and give a sight and be hard to run down. Eight, seven, one, and five. What are you doing in the Kevin Heffernan? What a great fellow he was for the Melbourne Racing Club, even back to the VATC days. And, Gator, you mightn't even remember the days of Kevin Dennis, who was probably the biggest motor company car sales yard in Victoria, who is half of the Kevin Dennis. So he's been a, a big factor right throughout Melbourne, Victoria, and particularly in racing Kevin Heffernan. Great that he's on it here. Yeah, look, I wasn't, wasn't across it, but um, certainly take your learned opinion there and um, yeah this race has been around a while it's thrown a lot of good horses hasn't it um, look I've gone with literary magnate beat a quality field fresh running a big last 600 figure then excellent again at Flemington again love the closing fraction I think she's flying Poland long time since the wins but did give a great sight in the Lulisco beat every, you know the third horse clearly old flame goes to Sydney and runs very very well in a strong million dollar race um, and they ran time there Norwegian Bliss, obviously unbeaten. There's some strong city-winning form behind her, um, in, you know, including horses like Sir Lemur, who's measured up to stakes grade, and Crosshaven. Uh, if D-Day isn't here, they're now 7, 5, 8 and 3. There, yeah, David Gately's numbers 7, 5, 8 and 3. Mark Hunter going with 8, 7, 1 and 5. 
Thought literary magnate, an interesting chat with Maddie Williams earlier, just keeping her a little bit fresher and, and to shorter courses, and she seems to be thriving on that type of, of preparation. This is a, a tougher race, but gee, I think she's going well. Seven for me, ahead of eight Norwegian Bliss. She's not winning by big margins, but she's finding a way. She looks a, a lovely, strong mare. I'm sure she'll run well from a favourable draw. That gives Blake Shin some options. Three Crosshaven, he was disappointing last start, chasing that hot speed set by Poland, but... Uh, the team at Lindsay Park outlining that they, they think they might be on top of what might have been a minor issue going into that run. And five Poland, who set that really solid tempo, who'll give a sight riding the speed again. Seven, eight, three and five for me. Race six on the card at Caulfield this afternoon is the Eclipse Stakes over 1,800 metres, a Group 3 contest. Sosie Bond's not taking his place. Number three, how does the market look, Jamie? Well, Warren, it's an open race at $4.40, and in terms of the support, it's going everywhere. So the favourite is Grand Slam, and he has been drifting this morning. He's the second best-backed runner in this race, but the best-backed is a bit further down. I'll get to that one in a minute. But Grand Slam drifting, not seeing too much support today, but is the second best-backed runner. Number two, Milford at that longer price of $19 has been very popular. It was 23 Where the predominant support, those coming through, is the $4.80 place. If we go down to the six, Keats at $5.50 has been popular. Adelaide Ace, the eight, at the longer price of $18.460, the place has been popular each way. French Emperor at $6.50 would be the third best-backed runner in terms of support. And then the best-backed runner in this race is the 12. Flash Feeling is holding three times more than the favourite. So currently at $7.00, was at $8.00 when this morning when we first opened up, but he's now into 7 off the back of the sheer support that's coming through. Competitive race, wide start to the quaddy for me and, and reasonable speed. You'd think Grand Slam with a clean getaway, as Dave Eustace outlined earlier, will be right there on the speed. Cerulean Miss might look to just tuck in behind. Keats will be there. Holbein at this trip will be there. So it does look like there's reasonable speed in the race. Just thought Grand Slam, the way he ran first up, an indication that he might be getting back to something like his best form. Firm ground's the, the key to him. He gets that today and he should with a clean getaway be right there on the speed so I've got a leaning to one Grand Slam hit a two Milford I think he's the potential blowout here he's an Easter Cup winner at Caulfield Mike Moroney outlining that he has had excuses he's happy with him going into the day he's not concerned about the synthetic hoof filler going on 12 fresh feeling was a terrific win last start. John Sadler not wanting to take too much credit for that, but 1,400 to 2,000 metres, that was a good win. You'd think the horse could only be further improved with that run in the distance range and nine French Emperors flying for the new stable. Jamie Carr's really had the, the key to French Emperor, but with the good speed in the race, he should settle well and give Paddy Maloney a good ride. One, two, twelve and nine for me. Gator, how are you seeing the Eclipse? Yeah, look, um, I'm going I'm to go with really Miss. I did catch the interview with Simon Wilden, you know, there's obviously some concerns after a, a couple of really tough runs, but she is very, very tough herself and very genuine. She, she set some fearsome speeds, her last couple, which is how I actually run really, really well, I think. So back to 1800, no issue. We've perhaps um, just been able to harness that energy the first half of the race that, again, Simon referenced might be the key to her success. Grand Slam was good return with a 61. Fitter 1800, he ran well in a fast race, second up last prep, then walked in third up. All his wins are on top of the ground, of course. Flash feeling, the French Emperor are going really well. It's up a notch here, but um, they're in the game. Four, one, twelve, and nine. Mark, how are you seeing this race? 
Oh, it's flash feeling. Warren, I was worried about that jumping distance there last time. It handled that and got the job done. I think with that run under its belt and back to 1,800 metres is absolutely perfect here. It can park right behind the leaders from gate one, get every possible chance, and I like flash feeling each way here to beat. The two horses will probably duel for the lead, number six, Keats, who's just flying for, uh, for Gavin Bedgood. If it finds the top, Froggy will dictate and be hard to run down. One grand slam, good first up, scratch from Ballarat due to the wet track. Got the 58 and some pressure for the lead, but a good winning chance. And then nine French Emperor, who's really hitting its straps for the new stable. Got a perfect draw here to just park midfield, suited by the speed, and blend into the race at the right time. I like 12 each way, 12, 6, 1, and 9. Race 6 at uh, Caulfield today on Zipping Classic Day, the first leg of the quaddy. Mark Hunter's numbers 12, 6, 1, and 9. David Gately with 4, 1, 12, and 9. My numbers in the first leg of the quaddy are 1, 2, 12, and 9. It's 28 to 9.